So when they come to to Earth to uh, to get Earth to join the fight against the uh, the, the Beast so Planet, uh, they they need to go and visit Princess <laughs> Earthla. Well, it it would be Princess Earthla Tara. the Thea Witch. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings and salutations from the world of war planets. Welcome to Shadow Raiders, a War Planets podcast. Or is it War Planets, a Shadow Raiders podcast? It could be any of, or is it alphanumeric? Either way, this is a laser comb production. It is. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, NeoCal, and I am joined by the intrepid AP Snidler. Oh, Hello, everybody. What a, what a flourish. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Uh, we are also joined by the mysterious Christopher Siege. Oh, oh, magnificent. That was even better. You look sprouting like a beautiful And flower. here I was just sitting here like a fucking <laughs> schmuck. You give it a jazz intro and we're all ballet. Uh, for anyone listening to this on uh, audio, uh, you missed majesty, I assure you. You can come find us on YouTube <laughs> if you want to see. That's great. Okay. So folks. So, folks, we are reviewing the television show War Planets. And in Canada, it was known as Shadow Raiders. This time, we are reviewing episodes 5, 6, 7, and 8. Episode 5 is Wolf in the Fold. And it came out October 14th, 1998. Gentlemen. Was a very good year. Twas a good year. Was. One of the summers that never ended, if I recall. <laughs> no, that summer was fucking hot as balls. Like, honestly, summer 1998 is probably the hottest summer I've ever lived through. I remember, I remember being burnt a lot in the late, late 90s. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, I remember that was like the first year. I think I went to the water slides or something and I came back looking like an absolute lobster. <laughs> That was I was the worst idea taking my shirt off because I'm a ginger and that's like really dangerous. that's like a death sentence. You're you're basically just asking to get like fried. Yeah, my there... my my partner is a redhead, so uh, oh, I, wow. I, I've heard I've heard the stories. Yeah, <laughs> the legends Bath... are true. <laughs> bathtub of bathtub of ice on a hot day sounds good, but it's brutal. Oof. Uh, I have I have had ancestors that have passed away from sun, skin, cancer, melanoma related wow. things. Mm. Uh, laborers, right in the in the sun, a long time. Uh, Irish descent and Irish and Siberian. So uh, I am wary of the sun, very. very. Yeah, uh, I'm like a salmon, right? Like I'm completely pale right here, but my shoulders are just covered in speckled. And like huge freckles and everything from the years of freckles. sunburns. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I am lucky in the sense that I don't really burn at all. I tan. Good. Yeah. Good. 
Not which trying is to brag or anything, but no, my my brother's <laughs> like that. Because um, where our our dad is um half um, First Nations, mm. and uh. I, I take a little bit more from the mom side. He takes from the dad side, but he's the same. In the winter, just as pale as me. You know, you could like blind people with our forearms, <laughs> right? <laughs> ah! The underside, take that. <laughs> um, but in the summer, he holy hell, it he becomes a different person. It's like a Pokemon evolving. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for the video uh, uh, viewers of this show, like you can see me, like I'm a like I'm a white, fairly white dude. Like, like my skin's what? pretty pale. Whoa, creepy! <laughs> All I can see is is, is the pupils. That was horrifying. <laughs> that was kind of weird. That was like actually. a weird oh, horror crap. effect. <laughs> All right, you could cut that what? into like three, a jump scare. Three, <laughs> three white men doing a podcast. Oh. In the 30s? A nostalgia podcast. Say it isn't so. Three white oh, men. Oh shit! Ah, yeah. Yeah. Untapped market, I say. <laughs> Un- untapped. <laughs> we're pioneers in the field. We're, well, niche. we're niche. kind of pioneers in a certain field. Um, it's it's a it's a mystery why there aren't hundreds of podcasts about this show, Shadow Raiders. <laughs> uh, I detect a, a hint of sarcasm in your voice, good sir. We, mm, we I, I guess to, we will uh, see. We tend to focus on what's important. So this yes. is important. Yes. Yep. Very important. So should we uh should we jump into Wolf in the Fold? Dare yeah. we? We, we what I will what I will say is like weirdly enough, I this is an episode that I remember really well. Mm. Curious. And I don't know why, but like this is an episode I definitely remember watching when I was like 13 in 98. Hmm. I remember I don't remember which one it was. I know I've seen it in 98, but I I didn't I didn't go for it as much as I went for reboot. Hmm. No. Watching it as an adult, I know I probably said this in the past, but like watching it as an adult, I'm kind of like this show kicks ass. I don't know why I never watched it as a kid. But uh yeah. I think overall this show like is quite well written. Yeah. But there are times <laughs> that we will get into over the course of this uh this episode of the podcast where uh some very questionable narrative choices were made. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the gist of Wolf in the Fold? Mental gen. Mental gen. Uh, so Wolf in the Fold, there's like a big like board meeting going on amongst the um, uh, the I don't know the the alliance. Is that what they call yeah. themselves? Yeah, yeah. It's it's the the leaders of the alliance, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, of each planet, mm-hmm. and uh, so Graveheart is called this like board meeting, and King Femur a character that I fucking loathe, especially after these episodes. Like, uh, I didn't like him after the episode that he him. was introduced in, which I think was episode mm-hmm. four. 
but like I yeah. just find it fucking insufferable. Oh, em- right, Emperor Femur. Emperor Femur. <laughs> My mistake. Oh yes. Yeah, you're talking like <laughs> yeah, right, No, yeah. pelvis. His name is pelvis. Pelvis, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Graveheart calls this big board meeting, and uh, Femur Pirates is there. Yeah, and Femur is the... all like, "I should what what idiot set up this uh, table arrangement?" And Graveheart's is... like, "Well, I did." Oh, it's at the wrong end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm immediately before the line even came up. I was like, "It's a round table, you idiot." Yeah, and even so, like Jade comes in it and is like, "It it's a fucking it round table." table you there are no ends you stupid lizard yeah like yeah. the whole king arthur thing it's supposed to be round to show everyone's yeah. an equal at it yeah yeah so he moves across so that he can sit exactly where he wants to sit as just like a it's a power a show move. of it's like a weird power power move strange yeah. statement small man power move yeah i thought originally it was so that he could go sit next to jade but that's actually not the case because Jade is standing and she's standing beside Graveheart. Yes. To show that she's supporting him, but she's not participating with everyone. Mm-hmm. And Pyrus is there and ye old Vizier, who, Vizier, let me tell you, just like Femur, his personality doesn't get old. <laughs> Fucking hate and hate everyone and trust no one. Yeah. Jesus. And. And um, who's this, the tall guy that you could tell secretly hates Femur? His, like, uh, his pelvis? butler? Is, pelvis. is it pelvis? It's pelvis, pelvis yeah. yeah. Because they're both. Pretty on the nose. They call them lizards, but they're clearly amphibians. Or, sorry, they call them toads, right? And I'm like, but they're not toads. They have sharp teeth. And I know I said this last podcast, but, like, why the fuck are the people from planet bone lizard men like Amphibians. everyone like everyone else like the uh the people from the planet ice are like ice bugs and the people from the planet fire are fire creatures and like people from the planet rock are clearly made of rock so like why <clears throat> christopher are the people are from made planet out bone? of bone just like we are made of bone, they're just, it's just on the inside. Think about it. He has <laughs> bones on the inside of his body. Grey's Anatomy with Neil Carroll, everybody. <laughs> well done. Came for the Shadow Raiders. Stayed for the. Stayed the for the medical. education. Stayed for the biology. Knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Did you know that? Teeth are technically bones. Did you know <laughs> that the floor is made of floor? Did you know that the floor is hot lava? <laughs> At least on the planet fire. No. Did yeah. you know, good gentlemen, that the roof is indeed on fire? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, but we don't need we no don't water. Need no water. <laughs> yes, we do. It's Let this motherfucker negative. burn. So, Gosh. all the leaders except the Lord, who's that stupid guy that's like King of the Rocks, Lord Mantle. Lord um, Mantle, yeah, yeah. 
So it's like because these well, names I, are always really on the nose. <laughs> so they're having a discussion, right? And they're Graveheart. They're bickering back and forth, and he's like, "Okay, okay, let's take ten to cool off." Because um, femurs just being butting heads with everybody. Yeah, so this pissed me off because like everything they, that's they going on. They want to open. Yeah. Everything that's going on in this scene, like all the conflict is the result of femur being an asshole. And like both yeah. Pyrus and uh, uh, Cryo, King Cryos are like, they're trying to be diplomatic, but they're still oh, they're pleasant they're yeah, great yeah they're they're trying Everyone to be diplomatic but they're like except vizier and femur yeah and like straight up in this scene like femur is the one being an asshole and graveheart's like oh i think we need to take 10 to let everyone's tempers cool off to, to be fair 10 out of 10 like diffusing on his behalf it's obvious True. that it's only femur but yeah. if he was to say femur you are an asshole how about you shut that actually maybe femur needs that he seems to like being put in his place, or at least by women. Um, but amazingly, Graveheart has like spectacular diplomacy. The whole mm. like everybody chill out, let's take ten or like whatever. I was like, even though like Jade can be hot headed, but she's just reactionary to femur. Yeah. He's 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 only talking about femur. <laughs> But he's yeah. being nice and saying everybody cool down, and and then Cryos is like, "I'm always cool," or some. Actually, that's not even a joke. That that should have been a joke or something. And so they leave, and uh, I can't remember. Is this when like we cut to some like meeting in the void between like the Beast Generals and their dad? No, for whatever reason, Femur goes to to visit. Uh, oh, uh, Tekla's Tekla. Tekla's right. body that's in like, and he's like, suit. "Wow, this dead broad sure looks fuckable." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, we get it. You're fucking disgusting, like horny Stop TV show. <laughs> Multiple times in these four episodes, he's like, "Boy, I'd like to put my toe dick in her vagina, if you know what I mean." And it's like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, we do." You don't need. <laughs> it reminds yeah. me of high school. The guy that adds, "If you know what I mean," to like every yeah, fucking yeah. third sentence. It's, I'm like, "Please uh... shut up. You're cringy." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and after that is the uh, is the the void meeting. Right, and, uh, and what's the gist of it? The same thing that their meeting always is. Dad, I want to do spy shit. And, like, fucking Kronk, what, what's his name? Bash? I, I can't even remember. Bork? <laughs> um, Bork Laser. <laughs> Bork Laser, yes. Spiddler, what? Kronk? What's his name? Uh, the big barbarian guy who's like, I want to use force. Oh, uh, he's like, no, block. we must... Block, block, thank you. Yeah, and and then their dad just kind Mc... of like <laughs> Scott McSchwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. And um, Daddy Void like looks at his daughter and sides with her. Like, spoiler, he always does. And uh, at first, at least. And so they lead a really shitty attack force. There's a lot. I I wish I'd written it down, but there is like a a line that uh, Bork Brock. 
Rock? Is that it? Block. 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 Okay, so there's a line that Block says to uh, to Lamprey, and it's something to the effect of like, uh, I'm sick of your stupid subtleties and your stupid plans of not being direct. <laughs> or something like that. It's so dumb. Yeah. I, I, I wish I'd written it down. Something like that. Fucking, it, it's along those lines. It's a fucking stupid line. <laughs> it just makes him look like an idiot. Um, Walk look like an idiot? No. There you go. <laughs> no way. So there's Walk a really shit. Just... I'm yeah, gonna go leave. Oh, man, nothing happens in this episode. I'm gonna <laughs> leap forward a bit. And yet, for some reason, it's the episode that really sticks out in my head. Um, for some reason. Graveheart and all of the royalty is it like the head of the by the way they're on planet ice um (laughs) they go out to fight the drones like directly and i'm like where are all the soldiers you guys are like fucking royalty like why are what you got like eight soldiers and they're all incompetent but um graveheart is like that's weird. That was too small to actually have done anything. Mm. What? How do you guys feel? Huh? That's weird. Anyways, do you want to go back to talking about shit? And there's a side scene where Lamprey shows up. She blasts a uh, planet ice guard because yeah. the guard's like, "Why am I stuck on guarding this stupid like robot corpse?" And Lamprey yeah. shows up somehow infiltrating the palace. What there are like a hundred people on planet ice? How I was wondering about get this. In here? Like, well, yeah, hang on. Well, yeah. I thought I thought Beast was like undetectable by you, technology, what, but you what can is, see what them. What is happening over there? What are you doing? I'm just blowing that? my nose. You're just digging for gold, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I have allergies. <laughs> There's no gold um, up there. I've looked. <laughs> <laughs> He's still looking. I, I uh, there's oil in these fields. <laughs> it's a gold mine. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I thought uh, I thought Beast was like undetectable unless they were like. Well, but like to like what Cal was saying, like you could still like visually see this. Yes, like the radar and stuff, they're undetectable. Yeah, yeah. Like you can still true. see Lamprey like floating around. She has a physical form. Uh... And she yeah. just, like, coasted through. Like, it's I never guess... shown them being invisible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and she right. wasn't even trying to, like, solid snake it or anything like that. No, either. she shows up, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she just, like, solid shoots. Snake. In, uh, what makes the, what makes the beast <laughs> machines... Beast machines? What beast makes machines. the beast... <laughs> just the beasts? Um, <laughs> deadly is they disintegrate you when they shoot you. Beast drones. Beast drones, right, thank you. Right, and yeah. all the beast weaponry. Because the the uh, the, uh, the, the ice beast planet <laughs> the ice <laughs> planet um guard, he's like <gasps> and he just disintegrates. There's just like a little blast mark on the ground. Huh. And mm. then she comes over and the blast mark's important because later evidence something. I don't know. She goes over and not only does she heal Tekla, she like turns into energy and enters her. Oh, chicka bow wow! 
so later when everyone's like, okay, now that that weird, really pitiful attack is done, we can get down to business. And like sexy robot, like Tekla's like leaning in the wall and she's like, mind if I join you? Mind if I join you? And now I know, it's so obvious. It's so fucking obvious that like that it's I know that it's not Tekla. Like even the way she moves is different. Yeah, they yeah. find a guard and he's like hurt or whatever. And no, wait, what was it? He was disintegrated. Oh, disintegrated. Um, what was? Sorry, I'm trying to find it in this episode here. Well, at first they're like, "What totally the hell are you doing?" Gives, up? gives herself away already well, by being up. And then she says something stupid like, uh, uh, why waste time reviving whomever they come um, across? You're talking about the little droid that accompanied her. That's it. That's yeah. it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so, I'm drawing a blank on its name right now. Yeah. But... What, what happens is she's like, and everyone's Dang. surprised she's alive. Yeah. 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 And they're I like, holy quick. shit, you're alive. And, she, <laughs> and she's like, I was like, dead, but I got nah, better. I'm just possessed. I'm good. Yeah, I got, I got better. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so she just got, and they were like, "Graveheart's like, wow, I I thought you were done for for sure." And they talk about, well, we should. That's weird. This little droid was damaged. We should repair it. And she's like, "What's the point in like reviving why, something like that? Why waste the time?" And immediately, Graveheart's like. Like, oh? you can see his eyes and arrows, and mm. she's all like, uh, uh? I mean... Uh? Uh? <laughs> we should just do a medley yeah. intro one one day of one of the shows with just <laughs> us going, uh? <laughs> Anyway. Wow. We, we could do, like, a super cut of characters in various mainframe shows just saying very perplexing things, and then following it up with one of us going, like, Home improvement. Stay tuned for our home improvement laser Yeah, yeah. Home improvement podcast coming soon. So she's like, "Hey, I need to be part of these like meetings because I have special intel about the Beast Planet." Yeah. Of course you do. She gives, like, Jade the stink eye throughout this entire episode. Don't you get it? I am also a hot robot lady. Oh, but first, I need to speak with Graveheart alone. I can't tell you guys what for. It's sex stuff. And it's so painfully suspicious. <laughs> it's yeah, so painful. So, it's before so we jump into the next episode, this is the summary of this episode. The group talks about wanting to get um, all the... Sorry, Tekla talks about wanting to get all of the info about all of the weaponry and ships from each planet. And Femur at first is like, man, fuck that. You guys can give her your info. I'm not. And the others are amenable to it, right? Yeah. And... She's like, hey, let's leave and like talk this over and let them discuss things. And Graveheart's like, once he, he falls for that and goes to talk with her, and he's like, that's weird. Don't you think if I had stayed, I could have convinced them? And she's like, it doesn't matter. And she like pulls out a gun, and Jade comes around the corner, and she's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
this. What are you talking that about? That happens a couple of times in this episode, too. The whole yeah. episode is this. They go in for a meeting. <laughs> they have a disagreement. She goes, I need to talk to Graveheart alone. They leave. She tries to kill him. It fails. They go back in. They say, hey, maybe I should let you guys talk, and I should go back to talk about Graveheart, and she stink guys Jade, and they leave. The whole episode is walking back and forth to a conference room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like... I'm not it's even like, exaggerating. Uh, it's uh, um, um, the Senate hearings in episode one of Star Trek, uh, Star Wars. It's just very, very boring. The whole really episode happens. is Graveheart being le- lured away from Don't the Senate. Don't you dare conflate star wars episode one with star trunk <laughs> my apologies to all the trekkies out there uh i, I yeah <laughs> trunkies. Trunkies. the trunkies i'm a proud trunky yes um it's literally the episode yeah and she's like and then Femur is all like, that's it. I've had it. with." Or is that the next episode? Jesus Christ, I don't even... Uh, yeah, so yeah, Jade's yeah, been yeah, suspicious yeah, of yeah. Uh, fake Tekla the entire episode, and the show kind of plays it up as her just being a jealous woman, mm-hmm. which I found kind of weird. That's but right. Graveheart like, is suspicious too. He's just not obvious about it. He is suspicious, yeah. yeah and he's indeed... just really quiet. He's going to approach it the way Graveheart approaches it. Indeed, uh, fake fake Tekla shows her hand because she calls out uh, Emperor Femur by name. Yeah, is that that's there's a there's two or three things that reveal her, but he yeah. calls out one of them. That's the one that he calls out. He yeah. he specifically like pulls a weapon on her, and he's like, "You made a big mistake mentioning Femur by name. There's no way Tekla could have known that." Yeah. And he mentions a uh, she mentions a couple other things too that I caught beforehand. Didn't write yeah. them down because the episode's so fucking boring. <laughs> but there are a few obvious clues um, besides her acting like a weird, shifty fucking villain the whole time. And Cryos, yeah. Cryos, Graveheart, and who has met Tekla? Just those two before she went into stasis. It's uh, obviously not the same person. No. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just Graveheart and Cryos. Cryos. Yep. Yeah. So she runs away. Uh, Graveheart's all like, well, fuck you, bitch. Who are you, really? We know you're not actually Tekla. And yeah. she's all like, see you later, fucker. And runs away and runs to uh, Femur's ship and is oh, like, I'm way- a sexy robot lady. I want to join you. And he's all like, right here, toots. I, so something weird happens. <sighs> It's, it feels so forced. Does anyone remember why Femur marches away and decides to leave the Alliance? It feels really petty, and I can't remember why. It feels very forced. Yeah. I don't remember why myself, oh, either. Um, it's because uh, the rest of the 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 rest of the the, the board members, whatever, um, are getting suspicious of Tekla and they're like, uh, King Cryo specifically is like, because he's sus- suspicious that this is not actually Tekla. He's like, I don't know if I feel comfortable right now handing over my like defensive capabilities to her. So I would like a little bit more time, time to, to think about it, to, to consider this. Yeah. 
And then uh, uh, the vizier was like, well, we're not going to do it either then. And then right uh, and then, and then femur, femur was like and then femur was like well i'm not gonna be the only one to hand over my secrets i'm leaving okay here's why that's frustrating to me beforehand when everyone else agreed he didn't yeah so when he's yeah. like i'm not gonna be the only one to do it i'm like you're so fucking contrarian dude you never agreed to it in the first place no shut the f you fucking little whiny bitch <laughs> 18 plus podcast apparently i i can't <laughs> so there are four characters on this show that i actually really like i like a lot too femur is not one of them Ooh. i like um, that Elvis. he's he hilarious makes... don't like femur. he he is so insufferable that sometimes he makes an episode of this show hard to get through I, yes, I the, found I mean, myself skipping through his scenes at some point. So the communication is so weird um, throughout this episode. What I mean by that is when they go to pull the, a gun on Tekla mm. after they found out she's like, whatever, they chase her through the palace and she just ends up near Femur's ship. Right? Yeah, and they start shooting at her and Graveheart. It's it's Jade and Graveheart, and he's like, "Warning shots only. I don't want to hurt Tekla's like body." Have you seen that thing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's like, "I only fire to kill," and he's like, "Calm down." <laughs> and on the inside of the ship, apparently, it's only pelvis and and femur. Um, he's yeah. like, what? Because they accidentally shoot the ship a little bit. Right. Femur's like, what? They're firing on us. And Pelvis is like, perhaps you should go outside and have a word with them, sir. So I have a feeling like he's low key <laughs> been trying to like kill Femur for years. They allude to that in a uh, one of in the a, later I episodes. Love that. that is actually good writing later on. <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> poison. Very... About the, yeah, poison. the poison, yeah. <laughs> it was good. And Pelvis is just like I Pelvis is like up here for me. Like I find him like really interesting and funny, like seven out of ten. And Femur is just annoying, like spoiled. Like he's like like Emperor is a family line, right? Yeah. So he, he's a spoiled like little shithead. Yeah. Right? He probably poisoned his like older siblings to get this <laughs> fucking position probably right? probably yeah. yeah yeah so good on good on pelvis <laughs> so while i'm watching this i'm like man if i was pelvis i would have fucking killed this guy for the betterment <laughs> of the planet right yeah. like tell me the planet wouldn't be way better off if this motherfucker was gone <laughs> well considering he keeps aligning himself with lamprey like yeah probably yeah like, his so, judgment is just that fucking it, terrible it's like uh, I, they 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 keep this they keep this weirdo around, even though they know how much of a dick horn he is. So it's just why it's a dick horn. It's a dick horn. Dick horn. <laughs> so yeah. so femur like shakes um, pelvis and he's like, "Get us out of here." So yeah. I guess he's also a pilot. So <laughs> and they're the only two on the ship. Um. So they fly off, but. 
Tekla, being possessed by Lamprey, jumps on the ship before they take off. Mm. And they're under the impression that they were being fired on by their former Alliance members. Don't they have radios? Every episode, it shows them have radios, except when I'm really like, geez, wouldn't a radio be really important right now? Like, why didn't Graveheart radio everyone and be like, guards, be on the lookout for Tekla. She's possessed by the beast. Yeah. So Cryos, at the very end of the episode, goes, what's going on? And then they fill in Cryos, and he's like, I had suspected as much. But why didn't you tell your guards? What is happening here? <laughs> it's it's weird, sloppy writing. So they don't radio the ship either. A- anyways, I'm getting ahead of for, myself. For a little... Uh... So... I'm sorry, sorry. What I, is I known as it. the... Um... Cell phones uh, are known as the bane, as being the the bane of the screenwriter in modern <laughs> times, because most problems that any character, like any peril that any character is in, can usually be solved by them just pulling out a cell phone and being like, "Hey, I got some shit going down." So that's created created a lot of narrative problems for storytellers over the past two decades. So there's always you, you'll notice, like especially in like horror movies and stuff like that, like characters they'll always see like there there'll always be some sort of contrivance where, like, oh, uh, the we we don't get any reception here, or like you'll see a shot of a character specifically losing their cell phone. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. in Beast Wars. Oh, the Predacons are jamming this area. <laughs> yeah. Simple communication. Megatron in his fucking jamming towers in season two. Some communication like, about communication would be would be nice. Yeah. Half of season two of Beast Wars, like I swear, is the Predacon building jamming towers. <laughs> Very cheap jamming towers that Inferno <laughs> and Waspinator just build. Just build and will half the time. And Inferno wow. will quite frequently, like jokingly, just knock one of them over <laughs> onto Waspinator. So to anyway, be fair, they do set up that the Predacons jam large areas in season two. So in season three, when none of the Maximals can talk to each other, it's legit. They they set that up. <laughs> Anyway, folks, another another laser comb podcast. Too much energon. Where me and Cal talk about Beast Wars. <laughs> Go check that out. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to Shadow Raiders. So we're on episode two now. So what's going on here? Yeah. Um. Snidler. Mind War. Oh my god. Uh. Oh, you liked it better than <laughs> than Wolf in the Fold. Are we rating these as we go? <laughs> no, we'll just we rate each one or the them as well, a whole. We'll just do it at the end. Yeah, yeah let's okay. do it at the end. But seriously, Mind War, though, Mind War is a bunch seven of out of five war planets. Yeah. No, this is a weird episode. So, this episode takes place in two places: yes. the flagship. Mm-hmm. of femur from planet uh, bone yeah right yep. in which case there are three characters femur his number one pelvis 
-hmm. And Tekla is on the ship. Yes. I do dig the weird, like, Dom, like, sub thing going on here because Tekla, like, puts her heel on, like, Femur's face and says, Beg, doggy. Because her Lamprey's ah. accent yeah, is yeah. coming out a little bit, yeah. but with Tekla's voice actor. Unless mm. it's the same. Yeah, actor, it's probably. a little. Yeah, it's well, her a voice little is bit. coming through, but uh, Tekla actually, like, has a similar accent to Lamprey anyway. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It, they One's do. It's a little yeah. rougher than the other. Yeah. And Lamprey's, like, sitting on the side, seemingly completely aware that Femur is being, like, played. Yeah. Because the gist of this episode is Tekla trying to convince that the others in the Alliance have turned on him. That's why they fired on the ship. And he's yeah. like, I knew it! I knew I couldn't trust those bozos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, can... radio them, dude. And indeed, they're following what ship are the others in? It's um, Jade, Graveheart, Pyrus, Vizier, and Cryos. Following in, are they in Cryos's ship? or? Yeah, yeah, it's like his flagship, I think. Yeah. And but they don't like hail. But here's the thing, we've seen them able to hail each other from space. So what's the problem here, boys? <laughs> Why don't they just radio femur? Again, it's... Christopher just detailed this, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh it's a uh, a plot contrivance. Do you, is that forgivable for you too? Like, is that something you go, okay, this is a trope, I can move past it, or is it something that kind of irks you? Uh, for me, no, I'm I, I'm yeah, fine with it, and I, I think I'm, I'm not bothered. Yeah, I and I think probably because I have like some insight, like as I just explained, like I have some insight into into that. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> it does. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't uh, ruin a story for me. But wouldn't it be? Wouldn't that little plot wrinkle be completely solved if Tekla like took out a little device and put it on the wall, and it was just like a signal jammer? So did either of you uh, gentlemen see the uh, film that was released early last year, The Invisible Man? I did not. No, I did not. Uh, that is not. one of the best films of 2020, in my opinion. Christopher loved it. Oh, it's sweet. fucking fantastic. I've seen it like four times now. You uh, wrote a thing up for um, uh, Christopher Siege writes, uh, dang it, what's that website? Oh, Letterboxd. Yeah, yeah every now and then. It? Yeah, every now and then I'll write up a little like blurb on Letterboxd about a, uh, a movie I've seen recently. Uh, haven't done it lately. I should get back to it. No. But um, a lot of what goes on in that film can just be solved by people watching surveillance footage. Oh, okay. Um, and I even saw that pointed out in a couple of reviews that I read. But the way I look at it is the rest of the film is so great 
that yes, there is this one like glaring plot hole, but I can forgive it if the rest of the story is doing its job effectively. Right. Uh, that is not the case necessarily in Shadow Raiders here, but I just felt that that was maybe worth bringing up. <laughs> also, listeners, go watch The Invisible Man. Great movie. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out now. But uh, but but just try not to think about uh, the, the whole surveillance camera thing. <laughs> oh, it's a dusty one today, folks. Dusty. Back. <clears throat> I don't actually have a lot of dust allergies, but I have dust mite allergies. Mm. Huh. Which means I can only wear a shirt once. I have to wash my bedding a lot. Yeah. Right? D- d- uh, dust mites just live on the human body. Not to weird people out, but you have millions it's, <laughs> of it's, little mites. It's true, yeah. All I, I, over feel, you. I feel like we all know that. Okay, good. <laughs> and for anybody that didn't know that, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's disgusting if you think about it, but... There are different it, kinds, too. It is what it is. Well, yeah, uh, so yeah, what, like... so the, the gist of what's going on in this episode is uh, the, uh, the gang is, like, chasing down uh, uh, Emperor Femur's ship yeah. with... Which has like the fake Tekla in it. Tekla is going through a mind war in yes. her head against uh, against Lamprey. They're basically fighting each other for control of Tekla's body, and like Tekla, it's trying implied to fi- trying to fight back. And Lamprey is it's like, implied Lamprey has access to Tekla's memories, and she's right, using right. them against her. That part of the mind battle, I like. It that shouldn't was... be a fisticuff brawl in your mind. And so, no. yeah, and so Tekla is like... It should be a like, willpower battle, right? Yeah, and so Tekla is like, well, if you can uh, if you can steal my memories, I can steal yours, too. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. I, I like that. Yeah, but again, then, that's a good part. But then, like, Lamprey, like... Her like gaining dominance over Tekla's mind is visualized by her just literally growing. Yeah, <laughs> and then Tekla it, fights back by also, by also growing as well. Yeah. Okay, so she grows, and that's symbolic of her berating her for leaving her planet for death, because mm. she's like, "Oh, you left your father." King Tech all alone. I don't know his fucking name. King Tech. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you abandoned him. And let I mean, him she's die. from the planet Tech, so why not? And her name is Tech. Her name is Tekla. Oh, they're from the planet Tech. He's King Techie, and his daughter is Tekla. Oh, yeah. And his wife's name is Queen Tekat. Heckley. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah, some bullshit goes on, and they eventually end up like getting Tekla back, yeah. or they they go on well, to I like the Femur's ship. They okay. they disable the ship's thrusters by shooting them out. I guess it was that easy. Um, and they're confused because they're like, "How come we were fired on, and now they're not firing again?" Okay, yeah. let's try to dock them. The way you dock the planet bone ships because they're like 
organic. They're bio-organic. They go underneath the ship, and a giant, like, pierced, like, needle kind of thing, like, yeah. penetrates up through the membrane of the ship. Gross. And I'm like... I say. I say. Who are misses? Yeah. <laughs> and after they get... Many, they penetrate many insects uh, reproduce with uh, with that method. That's fair. With ovipositors and... Penetration. And literally piercing the carapace of... Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Femur, after Nature's finding rough, out from Pelvis... <laughs> after finding out from Pelvis, uh, sir, they're boarding the ship. He's like, well, seal off the bridge. And a giant, like, fleshy, like, tongue blocks yeah, I know. the way. In which later it shows, like, Graveheart shoot it, and it goes... <laughs> it just disappears. I'm like, well, your ships are not tough. I just yeah. imagine it being like, ow, and then flopping yeah, the, away. The, 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 they're, the just, just... they're just, um, yeah, they're, they're fleshy objects. Yeah. They're and animals. what what happens here? Um, they confront Femur. They tell him that it's Lamprey. And he goes, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Before you take her away, uh, can you kick me in the balls one more time, doll? And <laughs> because <laughs> that's kind of what ends up happening while they're hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they strap her to like, uh, oh, they take her to the poison and, um, and, uh, antidote like chamber. And they like strap her down onto a table. The anti-lethal oh. injection. Yeah, and yeah. They go, and this is where this is where we get the the bit from. Uh, yeah, Stidler, do you remember this? I vaguely do. Hang on, I'm getting there right now. Where are you? They they're about to get in a circle and determine whether or not they what they should do with Tekla. They're in that chamber. Oh. When yeah, they're in the chamber and basically, they're like, how come there's so many like poisons and antidotes in this room, and. Uh, Femur reveals, oh, well, you can never be too careful around your allies or your friends, or when you need an antidote in case you've been poisoned. And he looks over at Pelvis, and Pelvis, like, very obviously kind of, like, looks super guilty and, like, whistles and, like, moves his <laughs> eyes away and, like, looks away. <laughs> which, yeah. which reveals that's actually good writing. Which, yeah. <laughs> which reveals that not only has Pelvis consistently been trying to poison and kill femur but that femur knows about it and just accepts it <laughs> yeah reminds me of like medieval kings that like s slowly make themselves immune to different poisons by like taking small amounts of arsenic until they built up an immunity to it and and that kind of shit developing uh, an immunity to spending five years developing an immunity to iocane powder y yeah yes. Or like when Quagmire was maced in the face, and he's like, nice try, lady. I'm immune. Giggity. That was a Princess Bride reference. I know. I, I was going to say, I was going to be like, yeah. That's, that's gonna build. Oh, right, right. Yeah. No, I just meant that's that's a common, like, common, common theme. Um, How does that? Okay, so I'm going to wrap up this episode. Yeah, um... you, you can wrap it up. Tell us how Tekla beat defeats Lamprey. So they um there's this big moral dilemma amongst the uh uh 
the round table basically yeah. of like what to do with Tekla because they're like, oh, so we've we've got uh, Lamprey stuck in her body right now. We could just kill Tekla and mm -hmm. it would take them both out. It would take a general out of the enemy. Which, like, I'm watching this and I'm like, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Like, it, it's cold, but I mean, like, <clears throat> you don't really know this lady. And I mean, yes, she came to, like, Warn she, everybody. She came to warn everyone, but still, I'm like, eh, this is why I, don't I, know, like I would definitely, I would definitely consider it. This is why I like Graveheart. It's not an option for him. Yeah, and to appeal to the people that are a little colder, he goes. Besides, she could have a lot of like information that can help yeah. us defeat the Beast Planet. Mm. Yeah, I'm not saying I would necessarily go yeah. for it, but I'm like. I get why people are concerned. Millions of billions, potentially billions of lives are on the line. You know, sometimes you got to be a Vulcan. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, like you were saying, Graveheart was like, "No, we can't do this," and everyone kind of starts. He he kind of starts swaying everyone, and he's like, "Well, we'll we'll get through all this together," and then in. In Tekla's like little mind, like inside her head, in her little mind battle against mm -hmm. Lamprey, she's like, "Yes, of course, together." And we see like spectral versions of like the main cast, like form like a circle, a kumbaya, form a, form a fucking kumbaya around her, holding hands, holding hands. Jade would never do that. <laughs> no, she wouldn't, and. Tekla now has the, she the gets strength. Big. She gets big, and she now has the strength to defeat Lamprey. And so kick her out. She quite literally defeated Lamprey through the power of fucking friendship. And I'm like, I'm watching this earlier, and I'm like, about ready to like flip my coffee table. I'm like, I can't fucking <laughs> believe this. But she's known them for like a few hours. She met yeah. them, fought so with them, got put been in a coma for how she's been in long. a coma. She woke up and was immediately possessed. Right? She doesn't know she any of them. She doesn't know it. She probably doesn't know most of their names. No. <laughs> so, she doesn't know any of them. They don't have this grand history where they grew up together and went through so much. No, she's been asleep for half the season, a quarter of the season. All she's, the season. She she only knows Graveheart and Cryos. She doesn't know anybody else. And she's only known them for like an hour, maybe? Maybe an hour, maybe ten yeah. minutes. <laughs> maybe Before she got knocked minutes. out. Yeah, maybe Graveheart ten minutes, yeah. like, helped they her out. A, they had one battle. Yeah. And yeah. then she got knocked out. Yeah. She's like, Fat hi, my name's Tekla. No, oh, the beasts are coming. You guys have to believe me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, I'm dead. No, I'm dead. I'm so um, I'm surprised that she was able to even manifest all of the people there because <laughs> technically when she woke up, it was Lamprey. She should I'm, have woke up and been like, who the fuck are you? And you, and you, and you. Oh, I had see, I'm like, you all were see, in it, but who are you? You're getting into like the brass tacks of like okay, the logistics yeah, yeah. of this, like how stupid this is. I'm just like, meanwhile, I'm just like the power of friendship, like fuck off. Hey man, <laughs> the power of friendship is something <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. So that's what happens. Like, I don't know. They say some bullshit. That's the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Episode seven. Jacuz. Jacuz. So uh, you guys ever watched that uh, sitcom from like 20 years ago, Titus? No. That is like just slightly familiar. I I've yeah same here. It's a it's a funny show. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of uh, the creator slash star Christopher Titus. Mm. Uh, I even listen to his podcast. I think he is the the best of the boomers. I've watched that a few times, and his dad's like this old conservative guy who wants to kick his kick his ass all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah. He always calls him a wussy. Up, I grew up with like. Titus and the gang, like those are yeah. like my people. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that yeah, is a totally. good thing. I'm saying I grew <laughs> up with dudes like yeah, 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 totally. It's one of the reasons yeah. why, like, that show was on when I was like 15. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I liked it, like, right away when I saw it, because I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of vibe with this. Yeah. Um, but there is one episode where uh, his best friend, he's this like kind of effeminate dude named Tommy. Um, right, right, right. Th- there, there's one episode where uh, I can't even remember what's going on, but like they they suspect Titus of doing something, and like throughout the entire episode, the like C plot of the episode, which uh, for those out there, a C plot in sitcom writing is usually just a recurring joke that keeps coming up throughout the episode. Yeah, it's not the background plot or the B plot. It's not the main plot. It's just a little reference it's, to itself. It, it's a through line that goes and it's usually like something like um like in friends like i don't know chandler keeps having like a piece of paper like in stuck friends to, when they t- do the, stuck to his shoe that that thing or something <laughs> yeah um but so the the c plot of that episode was like tommy kept like bursting in anytime someone was accused of something and being like shakus right right so <laughs> anytime i see that word it's what i think of so when I was you watching this earlier, woke up a weird little part of my brain that was like switched off. I don't know if that's for good or bad. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. well, all of Christ, like every episode of Christopher Titus's show, uh, is on his YouTube channel, which I find kind of hilarious because he's been over the past year he's been uploading them one episode at a time, and he's li- <laughs> literally said on his his podcast he's like. The rights are kind of to the show are kind of nebulous since the whole like since Disney bought Fox, like we don't really know if anyone owns this. So this is my show. I'm just going to upload episodes until someone tells me not to. <laughs> <laughs> that that <laughs> seems like him, which I admire. <laughs> that's that's cool. And uh, so far, like no one's told him to take his episode episodes of the show down. So cool. He's yeah. Good. So all of Titus is on YouTube. Go check that out. It's a funny show. Some parts of it have aged a little poorly, but for the most part, I think it holds up. So what's the gist of Jakku's? Jade is walking around on the fire planet. Mm -hmm. She gets a whole bunch of racism thrown at her. Yeah. The fire people are assholes. Um, Yeah, she gets a whole... They're they're all very rude. She gets a whole bunch of racism thrown at her, and she's all like, well, fuck you, then. And then they, like, gaslight her about it. Well, there's also this whole, like, oh, then I, 
they try to push her around and she defends herself and then they're afraid of her. Yeah. yeah. And you can handle things more like Graveheart, right? And she handled things not diplomatically, but, I'm, but I'm very to be much fair, with Jade in this situation. But to be fair, if you touch me, get fucked. Like it's it's yeah. on, right? I say as someone who straight up got into it with someone at a store yesterday, I'm very, I very much handle things like Jade does. And for the kids watching at home, it keeps showing a shadowy silhouette of Lamprey. Yeah. She's like, there's a, there's her shadow being cast. So she's in the background planning something. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some like firebug asshole like the the one who's being like super racist to Jade uh she's like uh he puts his hands on her and she's all like no fuck you and she says if if you touch me again i will kill you she says very that clearly, very, very clearly for everyone to hear yeah very clearly for everyone to hear and that's she, important cuz that motherfucker's going to end up dead very shortly yeah well, that guy was that guy scared very easily. For somebody, all he did was gonna like guy, put yeah. up her fist, and he kind of like, huh, and then he leaves. This is not over. And that was it. Yeah. Well, those types are usually cowards deep yeah, down. Of course. And um, they bark, next... so you bark louder at them, and then they like skitter. Eventually, one bites. Uh, next so, thing we hear about that is a moida. There's a moida, folks. There's been a moida, and everyone's like, <laughs> "Oh!" And the vizier's like, "What? We haven't had a murder here in ten thousand years. Fire people never kill each other." And I'm I like, find that "Really? Hard to believe? Really?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering because it shows like the palace up in the rocks, and it shows like one little city. Are there like two hundred people on each planet? Like, are the populations incredibly tiny? They're very tiny planets, I'm noticing. Or are there millions of people? I'm confused. I don't know. Because the idea that not a single murder has happened is kind of as accurate as, like, when China says they don't have a single case of corona. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm sure that's an accurate statistic. And I'm talking about the beer, folks. Calm down. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no coronas. Of course. Not just even waste, a single case. Just just <laughs> wasting away in Margaritaville. Yeah. yeah. Like Some people yeah. say that there's a woman to blame. And <laughs> but I know it's nobody's fault. Except Jade. <laughs> <laughs> so the vizier's like, there could be only one. It is you. Woman. Rock woman. Who else? Oh. <laughs> yeah, who else? And I'm like, hmm. Yeah, who else could possibly have done it it's you rock hound literally the, no one not the bad guys who are no. known to just like fucking waltz in on our planet unnoticed <laughs> no <sighs> i love this fountain i love the fountain in like the city square it's just like like this it's lava obviously but it just looks like little it's like it looks it looks like diarrhea basically so I'm skimming you. through it, and honestly, like, not a ton <laughs> happens in this episode. It's mostly really. like, no, it's mostly like, so 
she's thrown in jail, accused of murder. Uh, uh, and the then vizier. they put a timer. Yeah, the yeah. vizier. The vizier is like uh, the punishment for death, or the punishment for murder on the planet the Fire is death. death. Is murder. <laughs> the punishment for death is murder. <laughs> so the punishment for murder is death. But it's like, why yeah. do you even have that as a clause when there apparently oh. hasn't been a murder in so long? Like, good catch. Why would yeah, you even yeah. think about yeah. it? Like, you, Vizier. It, yeah. Your people uh, never murder each other, but you have a punishment for murder? <laughs> and for literally 10,000 years. And apparently like, that... <laughs> oh, I made that number up when I was <laughs> saying that. Uh... <laughs> But the, apparently the punishment is... Well, I took you seriously, damn it. <laughs> but I'm sure it's correct. And now. It's canon. Um, it's laser comb canon. The laser punishment comb is canon. they put you in a cage. Hashtag. And uh, kind of like a weird like sundial, a, a weird like device just slowly brings you closer and closer until you're submerged in a lava water, a lava fall. Yeah. That seems a little ineffective for people made of fire and molten rock. Does that just kill them more is slowly? That, is that the is is that the is that the punishment for those who murder that aren't from Planet Fire? Yes, because Planet Fire civilians don't murder each other. Well, so, apparently not. But like, so, if it ever happened, <laughs> then how would they do this? Would they freeze them? Do they have an ice oh, box like laying that. around? They put you in the walk-in freezer for yeah. Half we're hour. gonna send you to Planet Ice and just Mister Freeze just shows hey, up cool. with his freeze gun, icicle, lethal injection. <laughs> All of right, water. everyone. I don't know. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> what uh... killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, I would do commentary on that show. Oh, I, I absolutely would. I would fucking love to do a commentary track for Batman and Robin. Let's because do it. I, I, unapolog- I unapologetically love that film. I love that film. It's it's like, God it awful, is, but I love it. from a DC Ab- movie. It is yeah. absolutely stupid. That's what yeah. I want though. It's camp. It's comic booky. It's like it's like the old Batman. Sometimes yeah, yeah, exactly. you just can't get rid of a bomb type it, humor. You know, like I've always looked at it as a contemporary for the '90s, a contemporary version of the '60s Batman show. Yeah, my With I revisited it. I revisited it recently, and my only real criticism is I find the tone is a little uneven because sometimes, yeah, fair. sometimes Mister Freeze is like actually being like dramatic and morose and like sad about his like in a frozen in a coma wife, and then. And then immediately afterward, he'll be like, Frosty! And he'll be like, I hope you know how to deal with my trained killer goons. Go! Hockey players! Get them! (laughs) Yeah. I don't give you guns! Use your hockey sticks! And I'm like, what is happening? And then, like, uh, just everything about it is 11 out of 10. (laughs) And, like, they have have skates built into their, like, bat and robin suits. It just... It's great. They, Batman thinks of everything. Rubber yep. lips are immune to your charms. <laughs> <laughs> they, they think about everything. 
bat credit card. Don't leave the cave without it. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Just that is what I that is what I want in a movie. <laughs> bring back, bring back. See, that is how I think DC should have fought Marvel. They should have brought '90s just fucking super campy like, like superhero movies back to combat yep. the super serious kind of tones of Marvel movies. Just yeah. bring back '90s cheese, just fucking full blast too. Yeah, fuck it, bring back Arnold as Freeze too. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey hasn't aged in the last twenty five years. Fucking bring him back too. Yeah, okay, bring back the Riddler. Oh, Omar Thurman looks great. You know what? Just make Beyond. Why don't two. you just do Batman two. Forever? Batman or, sorry, Forever two. Forever. Just call it Forever. <laughs> call it Forever. Batman Forever. <laughs> the same. Same one, two, Batman. What's 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 Alicia uh, Silverstone doing these days? Uh, Being a mom and an anti-vaxer. Uh, oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back. Girl, I'll say. Yeah. Actually. Um, Tim Burton's Catwoman. Ooh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yes. That is. You can ask. Actually, is... use the web. Um. Is Michelle Pfeiffer, Keaton bring back all the Batman. A lot. Ben older. Affleck's coming back as Batman one time only for that movie too. Michael Keaton's coming back. What? Yeah. Oh, ooh, I know he promised the world he would never do it again. Let's bring back George Clooney. Please. Please, please George Clooney. Please, George Clooney, if you even give a shit about Shadow Raiders and you want to see this, <laughs> and if you're listening, please, please. Come back and be another Batman. Bring in Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman from the animated series. Bring him in in wow. live action. He did that. No, uh, bring, he did that bring... for the 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 CW shows. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah he actually he, he played like old man Batman from like old like man Dark Batman. Knight Dark Knight Returns like yeah. era Batman, which I was like, hey, that's cool. He's getting to well, he actually play the world. He's yeah. actually getting to to play uh, Bruce Wayne in in live action. That's pretty rad. That is rad. So yeah, bring him um, into Flashpoint. Al I Kilmer. think Clooney promised the world that he would never ever be Batman. Again. I, I think I think it was. I think that was Val Kilmer. Or no, was, it was, Val, was that it was, was Clooney. that Clooney or Kilmer? Absolutely. Okay, was, that sounds Kilmer. more like George Clooney, but. I don't know. I haven't heard. Oh no, there's an interview. I don't you think, can, you I don't think Val it. Kilmer really enjoyed it at all. Uh, but... Kilmer, Kilmer's got some pretty serious health issues. I think he, yeah, that... he just got over throat cancer. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So that's why yeah. he hasn't been acting in no, no. years now. So theoretically, uh, I'd love him to come back, but like bring you know... bring back Val. Holy shit! It. I forgot that this was 
a War Planets podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jade is in a cage over a lava fall. <laughs> and Femur shows up holding a briefcase, and I was like, He's like, I is this can happening? Get you off. Yeah. Yeah, I can get you off if you can get me off. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Penis. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, we know we know what you mean, dude. Penetration. And um, she grabs his little neck donglies. Yeah. And like cool. chokes him. And he's like, harder. Yeah, and she's basically. like, get away from me, you disgusting toad. Oh, did I did I mention that uh uh Graveheart convinced uh Prince Pyrus to delay the execution for like twelve hours or whatever. Oh, yes. Uh to, to allow him time to, to investigate the case. Yeah. And Pyrus agrees because he's like, I'm actually curious about this too. Yeah. I have a lot of questions myself. Like so what do what do boobs feel like? <laughs> What do they look like? And Graveheart's like, it depends who. It depends what planet they're from. <laughs> like in if Total anybody, Recall. Jade's got some real boulders. You know what I mean? If you know <laughs> what I mean, <laughs> like uh, bags of sand. <laughs> hey, lady, nice sandbags. <laughs> that would be a horrible insult. Holy crap! Can you imagine? Uh, so. Uh, Depends, though. I guess. Long story short, they the gang goes to uh, the alleyway to investigate the crime scene, and Lamprey is just there with her beast drones and is all like, "Haha! I I had hoped to to frame the rock woman, but yeah. uh, but now you die." And I'm like, I'm watching this earlier, and Thank I'm like, you. she just fucking kneecapped her own plan. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, right before that, Graveheart's Pyrus. Apparently, there's no police on this entire planet because there's like a, a, a tape outline. They're all at the, the palace guarding the uh, guarding Pyrus and the vizier. Right. Um, and they present. Uh, there's some guards. There's some guards. They had a chalk outline or a tape outline, and they present the gun to Pyrus. And Pyrus looks at it and he's like, "Oh, hey, Graveheart, check this out." And the base of the gun is like melted, mm. right? And as we yeah. And here's the thing. Later on, right? Um, I think it's like I can't remember exactly who. It's Cryos in the next episode, but we'll get to that when we get to it. But he says, No, Cryos, you can't touch them. If you touch but here's the thing, it's never told us that. Graveheart just yells this at Cryos. He's like, Oh, you can't touch them. So something about their touch can like destroy you. Just like their blasts. When their blasts hit you, you just burst into like a light and you're gone. Yeah, so I was gonna... something about them touching normal matter, right? Like the gun melts or breaks it. I was kind of confused about that. Because like they I was never watching showed it. us that before. Yeah, yeah. I was watching it and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess like oh, we lost Niddler. He'll be back. He'll Whoa. be back. What the has happened? We lost your video, good sir. That was very strange. And he's back. I am there back. he is. Sorry, well, that, I don't know what the hell happened. Oh, no worries. Um, so yeah, like, I figured, like, I put together pretty easily, like, what's going on. I'm like, oh, okay, the, the gun was melted because someone made a void matter touched it. 
Yeah. Okay. But the show yeah. doesn't explain that at all. No. 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 Uh, yeah, so they they figure it out because Lamprey is just, as I mentioned, like kneecaps her own plan and is like, I framed the rock woman and now you die. Except yeah, the she's like, oh, I had hoped to frame her. But since I have all of you together right here, I'll just a few of you together right here. I'll, I'll just, just take you, you out. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. fails. So it's like her entire plant, like, but it's like her and very like, well. it's her and like eight drones. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, we figured out how to kill your henchmen. Uh, so this is, this is really useful. They're slow. They're really bad at shots. Yeah. Like, what are you expecting? And there's a they, gunfight, and they run down a um an al- a dead end alley. They they have a giant weak point on their chest to be attacked for massive damage. And they do look like giant enemy crabs. Mm. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except you know they walk with their weak point facing forward. Yeah. Not uh, no, no shield or anything. Not on their soft underbelly. So this is weird. They go into the alley, and the vizier is like, "What have you done, you fool?" Like they followed Graveheart down this alley, and it's just like, "You have put the the king in danger. You have put Pyrus in danger." This is so weird to me. So Graveheart's gun is empty. Yeah, I fucking laughed out loud and shook my head, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" And my partner was like, what? Graveheart grabs a dumpster, which, by the way, is immune to the beast drones, like, antimatter yeah, blasters. Yeah, very strange. Oh, sorry. He picks up a barrel like Donkey Kong and goes, <laughs> throws a barrel, <laughs> like a barrel. <laughs> he literally, do you remember this? He throws a fucking barrel. No, it I wouldn't don't. Even, it wouldn't even hurt Pyrus. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't even hurt a kid. He throws a barrel at a beast drone, and it immediately disintegrates. Yeah. It reminds me of when um Pyrus and um who's Cryos' mm-hmm. daughter were like throwing rocks at them and the <laughs> yeah. rocks yeah. fucking worked, right? And so after Donkey Kong fucking throwing one, he goes behind a dumpster which is completely immune to void antimatter blasts. Yeah. And he pushes it and the force of the dumpster bumping into the beast drones annihilates them. So you just need to gently tap they're fucking weak points, and I'm not Seems even like kidding. A design flaw on the beast. Uh, the beast. Yeah. If you watch Art. nothing else, watch this stupid fucking clip. <laughs> if you don't watch anything else, watch this. <sighs> he defeats like six of them by pushing a dumpster down an alley, and one by one they all get disintegrated. And then when he gets to the end, it's just like one or two beast drones left and Lamprey. And Lamprey yeah. floats up into the air and she's like, say goodnight. And she points a gun. And then Cryos shows up to save the day with some guards and stuff. And um, Lamprey's like, I'll get you next time, Graveheart. And just she just leaves. Yep. And they just let yeah. her go. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I couldn't even make make up a funnier or more stupid scene to beat <laughs> these drones. What would yeah. they do without Graveheart? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, indeed, <sighs> in these episodes, Cryos, because he's always like, I'm just a miner. What am I trying to do with diplomacy? And Cryos is like, do not sell yourself short. It is filthy commoners like you who represent the good of us all. And Graveheart's like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, my friend. Joe the plumber. 
If anybody remembers that, Joe the plumber. Hey, Graveheart, hey, do you want to go out and uh, get a beer at the pub down the street? Sorry, no. I can't. I'm just a minor. Just a minor. But um, <laughs> for the folks listening, we we set that joke up yeah. beforehand. But now was the perfect time to deliver. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, so that that's episode seven. Episode eight is oh, blood yeah, is thicker sorry. than water. So, Jade Jade is spared. The end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jade Jade was saved. It was kind of predictable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do we got, folks? Blood is thicker. Uh, blood is thicker. On... Oh, this episode, man. I don't need... Okay, so I just watched this episode like two hours ago, and I don't remember anything about it. Okay, so he... he Zira? So Zira, yeah. off-screen, magically, she's just gone. She's just gone, right? And oh, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden, the palace is crawling with drones. They don't know what happened. And the way the episode starts is the, um, the, the princess's ship lands by going inside of this big uh, glacier yeah. kind of cool design actually I, I dig it their palace is inside this glacier and the ship lands right and there are beast drone like crescents little crescent rolls like uh, tucked up and attached to the ship but uh zira is not on board oh where is she oh nobody knows so off screen somehow block kidnapped cryos's daughter princess zira Okay. Makes no okay. sense. Already makes no sense. And well, I can forgive that. That happened off screen. Um, so he messages King Cryos. Oh, sorry. The palace is like slowly being overrun by dro slow moving drones, right? Um, and he gets a message, uh, from Block, and he says, "We have multiple bases, drone bases set up all on planet ice." But on one of the bases, I have your daughter. And the camera pans and shows Cryos' daughter, Zira, behind bars. Oh, my God. Now let's <laughs> kick some ice. The <laughs> 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 Batman well, and Robin podcast, folks. Yep. <laughs> Bring back George so, Clooney. So, so what... <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do? Are you going to attack my bases, or are you going to freeze under pressure? I'm I'm famous. I don't take shit from nobody. <laughs> I I smoke my stogie wherever I want. So I didn't. <laughs> Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> Who is your daddy, and what, what does he want? do? <laughs> <laughs> the cookie down. Um... <laughs> Who told you you could eat my cookies? Uh, <laughs> fuck. Don't you know the building's on fire? I'm so, here. Kill me. I love nuke food. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do I'm here. <laughs> kill me. Okay. Give me I your need, clothes. I um, need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> Come on, Cohagen. Uh, Give these people air. See you at the party, Victor. <laughs> You're fired. Uh, 
Excuse me. Oh, Don't disturb my friend here. He's dead tired. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you? Uh, so I'm just going to say, like, this is kind of a terrible podcast because we're supposed to be talking about Shatter Raiders, but we're clearly not invested enough in the episodes that we're okay, just, people like, listening, the show going... I'm sorry, but the show's bad. I'm saying it. Shadow Raiders kind of sucks I, right now. I personally love it, but yeah, like just, I feel like this is more of a roast <laughs> than a podcast about a so, show. Okay, here's the gist of the show. I didn't understand this till the very end, and holy mm. shit, do I have some words. But I didn't know this. He silently needs to choose um, um, duty or family. And I guess when you're um, the king, um, you you must choose da uh, duty before family, right? Yeah, yeah. Duty before daughter, right? So duty. I didn't understand <laughs> this. Him going to the front Jack lines, Bauer going in a ship. Words about that. Going going to a ship, right? And yeah. I'm like, why do the why do the kings need to take to the front lines on this planet? I I think it's cool that he does, right? Yeah. But he reveals no. he reveals that hey, the locket that my daughter has has a special hollow signal. Yeah. Um that I can detect. So I can find out what base she's in and we can just destroy the other bases just fine. So he goes in, he infiltrates the base like a boss with Jade of all people. They mm. they, they, mm. they split up. I think it's um, Pyrus goes with Femur to fly around in a ship. Um, Jade goes with Cryos. I don't trust Braveheart. I, I don't trust Femur with Pyros. Bad influence. That's a very. <laughs> it just seems yeah. creepy. No, I I don't get creepy. I I get like perverted uncle. That's yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that's yeah. what I was getting at. Yeah. He's like, stick I with don't... me, kid, and I'll help you get pussy. And he winks at him okay. and nudges him. And Pyrus is like, oh. I no, I I just yeah. want to play with yeah. Transformers, actually. Hey kid, you want a stogie, <laughs> dude? Hey, how you? Dude, I'm like you want twelve. A stogie? I'm like twelve. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um. So what happens is, like a fucking boss, um, they land in one of the beast, uh, beast planets, like secret bases on ice, which apparently right. they have. There's like five or six. And for some reason, Cryos is like, Jade, stay here. I'm going after my daughter. And I'm like, and Jade is like, okay. And I'm like, or, or you can go with them. Like, that's, that's kind of important, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. But she stays with the <clears throat> ship and he infiltrates. But not only that, um, she, the, uh, Cryos's daughter, Zira is actually quite capable and she tricks one of the beast drones apparently oh by the way block just peaced out he's not even in the rest of the episode yep yep he's gone. <laughs> so uh... she tricks one of the beast drones into coming because she screams but she's attached to the ceiling she sneaks out she locks the beast drone in her cell and she kind of infiltrates and metal gear solids through the base as well mm. and then she meets up with her dad King Cryos, and they get out together, and I, I kind of like that, right? And Jade busies herself by putting explosives around these, this ice cave, 
And then she comes back and she's like, we've only got 30 seconds. And I'm like, the fucking king and the princess are in the cave and you put the explosives on a timer? Yeah, I was wondering about that. What the that. fuck is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, that seems like bad planning, bad timing, the bad something. written so bad. Holy shit. Lime this episode's bad. I mean, all of them it are did, kind of bad. Like, it, and then it, they fly away. Got- it more happens than than Wolf in the Fold, but which is just a funny name. Uh, more happens here than in Wolf in the Fold, but it's still just it's so many holes, so many questions, and uh, yeah. So then something something blindsides. Hey, Snidler, were you blindsided by the ending of this? I was furious with I, how I shitty forget, this ending is. Forget the ending. Um, can I can I sum up or Christopher? Do you have anything to say before I? Nope. Yep. Put it away. Bullet in this horse. <laughs> uh, I, so I was dis- this is sorry. I was di- distracted uh, uh, reading about the uh, the writer of the previous episode, Jack Hughes. Apparently, she committed suicide in two thousand four. Oh, oh, well, that's yeah. So, you being like, let's put a gun to this. I'm like, huh. Interesting coincidence. Uh, Out of the four, that's probably one of the funnier or better ones, which isn't saying a lot. But anyways. What? This is how it, this is, none of them are really good. But this is how this episode ends. This blindsided me. I didn't realize this was like some weird dilemma because... Kryos was in the front lines. He blew up a fucking base. He, he contributed a lot. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, in the background, Graveheart is like walking around by himself like a fucking boss. Where are the guards? What the yeah. fuck is happening here? They, they, Tekla, do, they do a lot of stuff Tekla on their own. Com, Tekla is in a calm room, <clears throat> whipping around to different terminals and video cameras, yeah. letting him know, Graveheart know, over comms. And he's going through built room by room being like storage area clear right and like eliminating all of them like a badass like a scene from alien right and he's just yeah, yeah, yeah. cruising around with his huge like ice um cutting gun his sonic gun and so he single-handedly with tecla like on comms takes out all the drones in the palace so at the end of it um cryos comes back and he's like i have done my people a disservice I have chosen family over duty. And I'm like, how? I know. I didn't like that either. What is the king expected to take on the enemies? I I forgot about this. Yeah, you're right. I was like, what? What in the world? He just kind of like... And Graveheart's like, hold up. Graveheart's like, hold up. Didn't you like take out a whole base on your own with Jade? And didn't you take out like 15 of the fucking drones? And before he even says, he goes, no, 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 no. It's only right. I, I advocate. I advocate to this drone. To this NPC right here. Yes. So he, he stops, he pushes aside, and already, already, like, off-screen communicate, some nameless dude wearing, like, gold jewels, like, comes up. Wearing, like, a helmet. Like, he looks like, like the most... That's why hey, I call him an NPC, is because he looks like an odd-bearing guy. We've never met other royalty on it or whatever. His people must be confused as heck. They're like, are you flying around blowing up bases? You just saved us. Now you're quitting. 
big disservice. Here, this That's other person who's never led who's never led us even once. No, no, it's my duty. He didn't even stop <clears throat> to ask the others if this was a smart decision. So my respect for it's the my respect for the writing is womp, but my respect <laughs> for Cryos, the way he's written, just went way down because yeah. he is a good leader. Okay. And if he really wants to defeat the beast planet, he needs to it. stay in power. Those yeah. four characters that I alluded to earlier that I really like on this show, Cryos is one of them. Yeah, I Me love too. Cryos. And I'm like, um, so some nameless dude we've never met before is going to do a better job than you? Because what? You single-handedly like took out an entire base on your own? And he's saying this in front of all of his soldiers and stuff, and yeah. I'm like, what were they doing? Should they advocate? <laughs> they were standing around while Graveheart single-handedly cleared out the entire palace. Yep. <laughs> what? I'm, I was so confused and enraged. I was like, holy shit, I, I think I kind of hate this show right now. Thank I God I only had to do four episodes. I, I, was, I was actually very upset by that, like, at least, like, last, like, 30 seconds there. So I it think what just... they were going for in yeah. the story was basically that Cryos, as a king, should not put personal matters above matters of state. And what right. he did was he put saving his daughter above the good of his people. Did he? I no, Should he have I'm, just blown up the cave with his daughter in it? He still I'm, blew up the cave. What I'm saying is I think that's what the writers are going oh, for. Yeah, I know, and I they feel failed. like it was, it was, yeah, yeah, it was mis, misdelivered. Is the other king going to be on the front lines like Cryos's every single episode? <laughs> fighting with a literal fucking, like, plasma... Pistol, pistol, it, it, yeah, thing. That dude's badass. Yeah, he's in like every battle. He's fighting the drones. Oh, and he's also like a really like cool-headed individual and diplomatic individual too. Like yeah, the guy's like ended. the guy's the total package as far as like leadership is concerned. Literally, yeah. he's the best leader, without yeah. question. And he he doesn't talk to the other people in the alliance. He's just like, no, 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 I must. And then he, he just walks off, and there's already like, what's it called, a, a coronation celebration? Yeah, for like a new yeah. king. And I'm like, oh, this guy was just waiting in the background, like looking yeah, at his, I was walk, like, you, his foot. You just you just prepared this in that time. Yeah, Graveheart's like, hey, wait, oh no, it's over. Okay. <laughs> I'm perplexed, man. I Okay, so I'm done ranting. Uh Snidler, what are the good beats of these episodes? Before we move move on, uh, each of us I want us to talk about I I don't even think we need to touch on the bad. I think we focused think, on that already. I what are the good beats of these episodes? A lot on the bad. The good the good of these episodes. Okay, so, so in number five, Wolf in the Fold, that's where Tekla gets possessed and she's trying to take out Graveheart. I like, I like, I'll start it off, I like okay, that Lamprey acknowledges that Graveheart's the glue and he's the most important and he, she needs to take him out. I like the character relationships, like with Femur and Pelvis. Yeah, and even um, uh, Cryos. Like, uh, because Graveheart in that episode is doing his whole "I'm just a minor" thing. Yeah, and, he's and Cryos, 
Yeah, Cryos even mm. says to him, he's like, don't underestimate your importance in this uh, in this yeah. alliance. That's a good that's a good that, point. He actually seems to acknowledge that. He's like, You're right. Like it doesn't help the situation if I'm second guessing myself. The so last, he does help him. The last yeah. episode notwithstanding, I will say I think uh Cryos is probably the strongest character in this show. Yeah. Yeah. I like Cryos. I like Graveheart. I like Zira a lot, mm. actually. Mm-hmm. You you brought this up last podcast, Christopher. The kids are not annoying in this show. No. No, I They're actually uh, uh, Prince Pyrus is uh, another one of the four that I mentioned that I like on this show. Yeah. Uh, Pyrus, I... Cryos, um, Zira, and who's your fourth? Well, uh, it, for me, it's actually it's Graveheart it, or it's Cryos, Graveheart, Jade, and uh, Pyrus. Um, yeah, I like Brave Graveheart. I like Pyrus. I like Cryos, and I like Jade, and mm-hmm. I like Zira. <laughs> like, yeah, Zira the characters is pretty cool. are all good. Um, yeah. We haven't seen I much think of I... Tecla, but I Tecla could could come around, and I could end up liking her. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I just didn't really like take Zira into consideration because like we don't see her a lot in the show. Like she's only kind of she's she's very much a secondary character. Yeah. From what we've seen, she is intelligent and funny and is can think on her can think on her feet. Mm-hmm. And she like sneaks out on her own. Um, her interaction with Pyrus, I really liked their them interacting and dealing with the drones on planet Fire, that yeah. one episode yeah i all and you know what even femur the show knows what he is yeah i don't yeah. like him but you're not supposed say, to like him. i was gonna say um i i do like how the characters are written i don't like how they're written into stories uh with femur I, it was like you just said, the show knows what he is. The viewers know what he, you're not supposed to like him. Like, why is he there? But he's got that almost out of place um, personality. Because you got everybody who's kind of like serious and dignified and, oh yeah, well, uh, tough, rugged hero, you know, and then you got like... Um, you need the co- comedic... But but then like out of nowhere you get this hey guys I'm an idiot ah! and then like just totally this 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 total Play a clown used car salesman total clown used car salesman type guy a disgusting emperor hey I'm a misogynistic pedophile probably whoa, you know hey, like, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean hey come with me kid yeah, you know like, <laughs> what a creepy uncle. I- I, like, I, like you said, a creepy uncle, yeah. I hate that guy, so you know what? It's canon now. Yeah, <laughs> canon. Um, yeah, hey, kids, I mean... you want me to buy you some beers? I, I, I like I like what the story... Want a stogie? I, <laughs> I like what the stories are Greater trying story. to say. Yes. Sorry? Yeah, I like the whole thing. But these episodes, some of them just aren't well written. Like they had, they they could be told a lot better. Like all the like, gunfights are boring. All the gunfights are boring. Every now. single gunfight is boring. 
It has to be more. I don't know if they're working around a BSNP thing, like with Reboot, where they were like, kind of like, you can't do this this way. You can't say that. You have to have one of these things. The drones just burst into energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, because it was in the 90s, it was just after Reboot, and Reboot did have to go through a whole bunch of stuff where, like, oh, well, that's not appropriate for kids' television. Now, obviously, they're going a bit more... I think they were more... just dealing with YTV for this Probably. show. By this Probably. Point. But still, like, they would have had their standards with, uh, with what's suitable for uh, technically uh, what is considered uh, uh, child programming um, or uh, more kid-oriented type stuff, mm-hmm. even though, like, it is a tad more violent and it is a tad more not... You, can, you know you what I mean? write it. I, I don't think the restrictions on making a kid's show affect the episode-to-episode pl- episode plot. No, I think no, the, the no. plot of each episode is incredibly weak. Um, I, I, I think it's the element... But the greater and... plot is um, has so much potential. It does, yeah. 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 So and you that, know how... Go that, ahead. That's the thing is like the show has really strong characters and it has a very compelling overarching narrative. But uh, these last few episodes in particular have not delivered on the show's potential, I think. Agreed. You know how um, I good have... show bad episodes. Like we we, we yes. went we went from we went from cool kick ass sci fi series to My Little Pony, uh, say in in the way that uh, Tecla beat what's her name Lamprey Lamprey that's right sorry uh, Tecla beats Lamprey the with the power of friendship. Of friendship. <laughs> yeah! you know like it just kind of went reboot season one. And, Although uh, I will say reboot that newer, better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That newer My Little Pony show, seen a couple episodes because my partner likes it. It's not bad, yeah, right? <laughs> really, it's good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. All right, maybe I'll get. No, we're not approaching like Brony territory <laughs> here or anything like that. I'm just saying, I, I caught a couple of episodes of that. He's just my saying pony show. He, he has, yeah. Yeah, he he has a uh, he has a sprinkle shine, uh, stuffy somewhere off camera. I don't. S- hang on, a sparkle glitter. <laughs> I'm just making up names that I know aren't real. <laughs> so am I. Yeah. I oh, know. you got a you got a launch pad. Uh, that's uh, my partner's actually. Oh, really? That's wicked. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so for the listeners and any, viewers, uh, this is the first time Sniddler's ever actually been in my house. So because he was having some uh, connectivity issues last week, so he was yeah, like, I think... "Hey, do you mind if I record at your place?" And I'm like, <laughs> hey, "Sure." Yeah. You have working Wi-Fi. Uh, yeah. So thank you very much, Christopher Siege. That's worked out. For, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you, gentlemen, you remember how I had. The problem with the first four episodes, my problems with these four worse, was that go to this planet, beast drones on the planet, or sorry, go to planet, we don't trust you. What? There are beast drones. Okay, we trust you. Go to this planet, there are beast drones. Oh, well, we trust you, but I don't want to be part of the team. Go to this planet, there are beast drones. We join you. Go to, like, that's what every episode was. In this one, every episode is about a misunderstanding and mm-hmm. i can't handle like three or four episodes of that in a row it, it's it's very tiring it's, yeah 
it's tired. Yeah. Um, Tecla. Yeah. Ooh, she's bad. Or is she good? Oh, she's possessed. Ooh, Femur's like, you know, not part of our team anymore. Femur's oh, but like, yes, he is. Oh, like Jade is actually all all of the episodes are about like a misunderstanding except the last one. And then the last one's like a slap in the face because like badass commando single-handedly fucking takes his daughter and a base down with Jade. I, Only I had... two of them. And then he has to stand down. Yeah. Because he doesn't fit his own standards. I, I had to throw my hands in the air for that one. I, I threw my like, hands, but I'm still like, in. what the hell? Like, dude, like, please tell me you're going to change your mind later. Like I, I, I forget if he does, but please, you know, you can't just do this. It's just so stupid. Did you fly someone in for this ceremony? <laughs> Are there happened, only one hundred people happened, on each planet? It happened seconds after the battle was finished. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. There's very, very small population. <laughs> Who even is this NPC that is now just taking the throne? Like, what the hell is even that? Also. Yeah make Graveheart the uh, fucking like new king he single-handedly yeah. cleared out the palace the like, guy's like quite literally it never showed guards well fighting the beast drones this show has shown us that there's a lot of racism that goes on right in uh in uh this world so like i, I was feel... yeah 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 I feel like the uh, the the people of the ice planet wouldn't uh, wouldn't be too happy if King Krause was like, "Hey, here's a rock man to lead you, ice bugs." True. Just true, put a put a true. mask over him, like a toque, in the shape of like one of their people, like the their insectoid like people. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Hi, I'm from Planet Ice. I'm the new king. Hi, I'm, I'm a definitely mice. not a miner. <laughs> I was gonna say mice miner." Uh, I'm an ice miner. Yeah. Just put one of those like horse head masks on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but a rubber, but a rubber uh, nay, nay. ice planet mask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm an ice horse. I'm a nice horse too. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm full of them today. Just ice horses couldn't drag me away. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody say ice horse? Ice horse. <laughs> How many times are we going to kick this ice horse? It's already dead. No. Speaking of keep, kicking this keep dead beating, ice horse. Keep beating this dead ice horse. <laughs> it's dead tired, damn it. Stop okay. it. Stop it now. Okay. So. so. Oh, rating the show time. Has really gone off the rails. You can rate it whatever you want. Last time I think we rated it rated it out of five war planets. Right? Yep. Yeah. Uh I guess we can continue doing that. Um yeah, I'm going to start with Sniddler. Sniddler out of five war planets. Out of five war planets, I am giving this a solid 3 war planets out of five for all the reasons we've discussed over and over i still love this show like i'll still continue to watch the show i just think it's a really i think it's a kick-ass show uh we've already talked about the writing we've already talked about the characters we've already talked about the holes i'm giving it a three because i still love uh shadow raiders uh but uh yes 
that's that that's my like saying the characters are so strong like i, I love them mm-hmm. yeah even the annoying characters have a purpose like the vizier yeah i i understand that like um traditionalism um xenophobia right yeah. he he served his pyrus's dad right like he's very set yeah. in his ways like mm-hmm. all even the side characters they're all except nameless npcs who take the crown right yeah but like all the characters visually um voice acting they're all so strong but yeah. each individual episode's writing is it, they, they a little just, oof if they could just write it so that the characters worked well together and they worked with the story it would just be fantastic and but maybe make four, the plot yeah maybe make four the plot, episodes let's switch it up a little Make you the know. plot not about infighting. Fight the yeah. beast planet. Fuck. Yeah. Please, yeah, guys. See, that's the thing. That's another thing that I that I wanted to bring up and I completely forgot. Thank you. Is that the beast planet is coming. Shouldn't you be fighting the beast planet? Everyone knows they're coming. And they've already been to every planet. They've they already attacked everyone. Apparently. So they keep on attacking them when they show up. Now, once you finish attacking when they show up, you should go after where they're coming from. You know? Also, the, what is this? It's been like five whole episodes now where Femur's like, he's on their side. He's not. He's on their side. He's not. Or Pelvis is just like, oh, they hate you. Pelvis is like, oh, they hate you. Femur's like, oh, well, well, they can go chew chunks or whatever the hell he says. I would like to know what Femur actually brings to the table. Like, That's... logistically. Like, what is he actually bringing to this alliance? Because so far, I'm not it's Never that. addressed. Indeed, Christopher Siege. He even says, wow, I've been duped twice by Lamprey? I think I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and he that. kind of like... Sounds like a real he... healthy relationship. And I'm like, I... do you want to fail? Like, what is up with this guy? Like, does he, is he like a sadist and a masochist? He wants everyone else to die and himself. Yeah, like, this alliance gains nothing from him. And indeed, no. like, his. It's just more trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Well, he's crea- all he's done is create problems for them. If yeah. you think about it from a, a, we need, let's say each planet is about this. Again, we've only seen like a handful of people on each planet, but let's assume they're all Earth-like and they have billions of residents, right? Yeah. I mean, pre- and each yeah. space fleet is like tens of thousands of ships. In yeah. which case, I could see them putting up with him because they need his forces. Mm-hmm. He has an army. He has an army. That that's it. That's why they need him. They have a Hulk. Uh, <laughs> and his name is Block. Block. Uh, when are we going to do things my way? Uh, I'm giving these episodes uh, two war planets out of five. Nice. Um, really, really like the characters in this show. I like the show overall. The mm. overarching narrative, as I mentioned, is quite strong. But uh, these mm. episodes were just not doing it for me and i hate femur as i've mentioned and 
Tekla winning the mind war through the power of friendship. Like, fuck off. That <laughs> lost, it, it dropped I, it a point for you, didn't it? That single. It, it did. I it this, was, If it wasn't for the power of friendship, like, I probably would have rated these three overall. Because, like, for my, like, personal, like, grading system, and this is how, when I write reviews of movies, this is how I approach it. If I rate something three stars or above, it means I liked it. Yeah. But if I give something a three star rating, I'm like, I like it, but there's a lot of problems, but I still like it overall. The so friendship, the power of doesn't exist. The power of friendship, like knocked it down to two, knocked it down to two stars. So did not, did not really enjoy these episodes. Um, like I said, still like the show overall, but. This is bad, man. This is rough. This is bad. This is very bad. How bad is How... it, Christopher? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> is it very bad? <laughs> Tell me how bad it is. Okay, so... Uh, what you, are you going to give it? The NeoCal seal of approval is not stamped. Fair. It needs at least four <laughs> for that. Cool. Uh... It's going really well. As I was watching these, I didn't think they could kind of like get worse. Now, here's the thing where they follow Femur into space, and there was a mind battle, and like Lamprey was like like a dominatrix, like kicking him around, and he was like all for it. And the humor, some of there's oh, clever yeah. writing. Like okay. the um all like, oh, you need a when you're being poisoned all the time, you need an antidote room. Right, like little things like that, I I love the character design is great. Mm-hmm. Having a main character like Graveheart, I don't see very often. Like I I like him. Yeah, yeah he's not yeah. boring. Other yeah. reviews I've looked around, seen if other people have talked about it. They say, oh, the show suffers because he's boring. No man, he's Graveheart. <laughs> he's a minor. Yeah. He's weirdly yeah. humble for a protagonist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I want to know more about him. He he left the military, mm-hmm. as we had found out. He wasn't yeah. discharged or anything. He he left because he disagreed with some of it and wanted to help people. And I want to know more about him. I want to know more about Jade. I want to know how Pyrus's dad died. The overall world and the lore and the character design. I think they look cool. I want to know how they all inhabited these planets. I want to know like more about it. I want to know how the beast planet like set up these like little bases. I want to see like the fight like brought to them. So when the whole all of these episodes was just infighting and like Jacques, it's Jade and all of this. And here's the thing. It feels like the the beast planet is like Papa Void who we haven't heard talk and Mm. like his two kids like fucking around because Lamprey's plots are always very easily overthrown. And she's like, I'll get you next time. Next time I'll bring 10 instead of eight drones. (laughs) And I won't attack you where Graveheart can push a dumpster. (laughs) But, and oh, like um, Femur showing up with um, like the briefcase as if he's ready to put a defense down, but there's no one else there to hear the defense. There's just a single guard with a lever 
looking at his like watch, waiting for twelve hours to pass so he can kill Jade. <laughs> that's that's hilarious yeah. to me. <laughs> that's great, right? So I acknowledge all of the good. Like, well, he, what? Like, does he? Why does he have a briefcase? Why isn't anyone else here? And it's just like, really, of all people, and it's because it's a bit. It's a joke. There's there's no yeah. trial at all, right? Yeah. yeah. And that to me, that's great. But like a a, a little like um little bit on the side can't be the best thing about an episode. No. And right. like the power yeah. of friendship winning. Um, the whole first, the fifth episode where like, it's time for a meeting, we leave. And I talk to Tekla, it's time for a meeting, we leave. I talked to, and it's just back and forth in a conference room. Yeah. Um, the power of friendship. Uh, what was like the, the next one, the, I stand down. <sighs> and the, that just troubled me. If the. I don't think it's I was perfect. as bothered by King Cryos stepping aside uh, it's, it's, as much if, as you guys were. If but... it had shown his people demanding he step down and he had a big choice to make, right? Like sweating. It's like, you have to stay in the palace, sir. And he disobeyed, crept out and went looking for his daughter separately. I'd be on board with that. But it's just, it, it smacked no me out of nowhere. Nobody at the very end. It. No. So at yeah. the very end, I was so shocked, and I was like, "What the fuck?" No, oh, he he kind of so, just made it happen. He was kind of like, "Oh, well, I did this. I don't like it. Not going to talk to anyone else about it." So, yeah, it gets... here's here's my crown. So you remember uh, last podcast I mentioned that I think the show because like the the last four episodes were about them going to another planet trying to strengthen the alliance. Yeah. Like trying yeah. to convince them to join. And what I said on uh, that podcast was, I feel like the show would have been better served if that had been stretched out over the course of an entire season. Mm. Yep. And what I would say is something like cryo stepping down because he chose to save his daughter instead of like putting his kingdom first. Feels I rushed. feel like, I feel like that would have been better served if like that had happened in an early episode in the season and then slowly tension built over the course of the next like several episodes between him and his people. And eventually they were like, no, you need, you need to step down for this. Amazing. Or something like that. Right. Yeah. If that happened early on and then there was tension. So here's the thing. Each episode feels like it could have been two or three. Yeah. Yeah. To agree with you. So, oh, I haven't even said my rating. Um, oh man, like, like I said, I like the show, but these yeah. four episodes get one out of five from me. Hmm. One, Whoa. yeah, Three, I two, it's, and a, one. it's a big fucking oof from me, man. <laughs> Woof. Collectively, they get in, they get a big old greasy amphibious oof. <laughs> yeah, I think I think overall oof. this. Sh- this show so far anyway, like has a lot of big and really interesting ideas, but they just rush through them. They're yeah. like, Oh, they're yes. like, we, we got to resolve this in 22 minutes. So push it through, go, you know, and it I doesn't think really resolve whole... anything the way it should be. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. No, so, sorry. You're right. It doesn't resolve anything. It should. And I feel like whole episodes like, uh, Jacques can mm. be thrown away. Uh, yeah, that episode yeah. does nothing to no. lend to the plot. It doesn't um, show us more of character development. Lends nothing. No. Completely throw away. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. The end fighting is pointless. The beast, um, like the the beast planet, like doesn't establish itself. It's just like a weird episode. It, I think it's hilarious. The Donkey Kong barrel attack, <laughs> one, and he just pushes very slowly a dumpster and destroys a bunch. But yeah. the, they didn't write that to be funny. They wrote that no. as like Braveheart's taking a stand. Ah. And like yeah. I said, I, I I do like the show, but the well, it's much like in uh, in Beast Wars. Like I'm sure when they're writing, like a character, like a rock falls onto a character and squishes them. I'm it's comical to us at this point yeah. how frequently it happens, but I doubt when they were writing it, they're just like, ha ha, Waspinator gets crushed by a rock again. Or maybe they, they were. <laughs> or maybe they were. Who knows? So I'm looking forward to the, a the infighting, um, Femur's loyalty being questionable, being in the past, and just having solid episodes. Like, yeah, they, they need to get um, Mantle on board. They need to make an offensive move instead of just defensive moves. I I want to yeah. see the next one. Action. You want to see action? Not and not less, even action because the gunfights are boring. But plot that's progressing the no, fight. No, that's against the that's beast. that that's what I was looking for. Sorry. Rather oh, sorry. Plot. Uh, the action against the the greater plot. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just standalone like infighting episodes that don't progress the yeah. plot. We, it's like we we've seen all this before. Can we let's do something else? You know, let's let's carry mm -hmm. on with the story and stop repeating ourselves every episode. I'm, you know? but he's yeah. just a minor, so he's just a minor. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, All yeah, right. I think that's All right, rock hound. That's it. I think that's probably a good time to wrap this up. Okay, rock hound. Uh, if you want to support the show wherever you're listening to it, give it a five star rating. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a subscribe. Give it a like. Anything. Uh, if you want to follow me, uh, you can do so at, on Twitter at Lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, or on Instagram at Christopher Siege, S-I-E-G-E. -E. Uh, Sniddler, you are on Twitter uh, as well, yes? I, I am on Twitter. I'm on uh, Twitter at... A P S N I double D L E R A P Sniddler. I'm also on Instagram. And you can make a rap out of that. Yeah. A P S N I double D L E R. And what else do I do? I think I'm on Facebook as well. I don't know. Sometimes you make music. Sometimes I make music, yes. And if you're mm -hmm. interested in that, check out Phonosonics. That's my band. You should make music for one of these shows sometime. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe I, I do make music. People. I'm going to, uh, uh, yeah, there are actually a couple of things that I'm writing for the other podcast, but, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, give me a like and a follow on YouTube as well. I'm on YouTube, AP Sniddler, just a bunch of random stuff where I open, uh, open collectibles and I, um, um, eventually um, eat Joss Lewis and I, and I, I eat Joss Lewis a lot and uh, I'm not eating any today because I eat too much of those. Um, and what else do I do? Oh, yes, I dance like an idiot um, um, dressed as a construction worker. So if you want to see that. Sounds like a Saturday night to me. It's, it's, it is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you want to see more of that, uh, we're also on Patreon. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Patreon.com slash lasercomb. That's right. L-A-Z-O-R comb. 
Cal, Yo, Cal. you have things, do Do you have a thing? I've got a thing or two. Yeah, I've got a thing. Uh, Neo underscore Cal. Cal with a K on Twitter. Um, if you want to see pictures of ducks and the sunset. Nice. <laughs> um, and I, like I think it. we've I've got... If you can creep our overall Facebook page, or even send us some um, messages, yeah. uh, if you want, if you want on Facebook, uh, Laser Comb on Facebook, Laser Comb Productions. Yeah, Facebook.com/slash Laser Comb, as I spelled earlier, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Uh, if you want to send an email to the show, kind of doubt it, but if you do, you can send one to me. <laughs> If you're uh, 90 years old and you want to send us an email, send us fan mail. You can win a Joss Lewis and um, <laughs> send it, it to me, also, Christopher Siege at Outlook.com. Also, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you can receive cool stuff. Uh, Christopher, uh, tell tell me if I if I miss anything here, but you can receive um, Discord access. Sorry, Discord access. Yes, you can receive audio outtakes, video outtakes. You can see all of our stuff that we don't release, which is uh, pretty saucy, you know? Yeah. And uh, uh, you can also uh, uh, subscribe and get sweet merch, like uh, Christopher is wearing an alphanumeric t-shirt. That's just one of the cool things you can get on uh, on our Patreon. So, yes, subscribe to our Patreon for as little as how much? $5? $2. $2. Dose. If you, yes. If you just want Discord access to uh, to engage and interact with us. That's like where, where the magic of, that is these shows happens. It all happens on Discord, folks. It's Dos Canadianos. This is like a dollar, like 60. So it's like <laughs> American. So it's like a quarter US. Yes. Basically yeah. a quarter US. Chump change. <laughs> We're actually doing okay now, I think. Uh, uh, and. Yes. On the subject of alphanumeric, uh, we, the three of us, have another show where we do this in a much less condensed and more engaged format, where we talk about reboot. Yes, we go One episode, episode by episode. We, yeah. we slow it down. It's very exciting. We, yeah, episode by episode. We are currently on season three, and it's great. Yep. So I really hope uh, to see all y'all there. Yep. And, Me and Cal uh, also do a Beast Wars guys. show called yeah. Too Much Energon, uh, where we. <laughs> Them? Uh, yeah, Too Much Energon. Where they yeah, talk Too about... Much Energon, where we uh, talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. Yeah. In an equal amount. A lot of in shit. In an equal amount, especially at this lot, point in the show. A lot of, lot it's, of shit. It's been. Been rough lately. We're we've been we've been doing uh, too much energon for a while now. We're up to episode forty-one at the time of yeah. this recording. And uh, I have a couple of other shows that I do. Uh, me and my partner do a shoe, sh- do a shoe, <laughs> do a show <laughs> called uh, Based on, where we watch a movie and read a book that the movie is based on, and we talk about the two of them and compare and contrast one yeah. another. Uh, the first episode was about Fight Club, and the second episode, which just released about a week ago, uh, was about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And the upcoming episode will be about where the wild things are, so keep an eye out for that. Nice. I also have a bi-weekly show where me and a uh, rotating cast of guest hosts uh, talk about cartoons, cartoons at aimed night. at a at an older audience called yeah. Cartoons at Night. First episode is live. It's about the uh, 
very short-lived 2000 uh, Clerks cartoon. Uh, and there's yeah. another episode coming out very soon about Stanley Stripperella. And not a good show, but it was a fun podcast <laughs> to record. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that. I remember, I remember that show. Yeah, it was not a good show. Uh, I, I don't I, remember it. I, I wish I didn't. Remember I, I, it. I do. I remember yeah. commercials for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wish I could forget it. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, so that has been uh, volume two of War Planets Shadow Raiders podcast. Uh, this is a monthly ish, it comes out about every five weeks. So. Yep. We will be back on, what is the date today? 28th. We'll be back on Friday, uh, July 2nd with the 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th episode of Shadow Raiders. I can see you, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was an Alan to see. Oh, you were um, able to see me? I was able to I'm see you. Shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked, I say. Shocked. Well, not that shocked. I didn't do oh. it right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, on that note, uh, I have been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I have been another host, A.P. Sniddler. And I am your other host. Other other host, NeoCal. And until next month, I'm just a miner. I don't have any ideas. Something, something, rockhounds, roll out. <laughs> 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 Jacques! <laughs>